Gotta find me a honky-tonk town One that plays that honky-tonk sound So many Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. My name is Toad. Today I'm sitting down with Mr. Jake Worthington. We talked to music, his upbringing, the sixth season of The Voice coming in second place, coming to Vegas during NFR, two shows at Stoney's Rock and Country. We dove into Hicks Tape, a volume to him and Ronnie Dunn with a single... We talked about hunting with the wife. Yeah, they actually met out hunting. There's so much to learn from Mr. Jake Worthington, one of the most genuine country AF dudes I've ever met. Let's get to know Jake Worthington. Drink in my hand, that'll do me fine. And I'm a doing all rider, hardy all nighter, till closing time. Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes, sitting today with Mr. Jake Worthington. Dude, welcome to Las Vegas. Toad, thank you for having me here. I love it. And welcome to Stoney's Rockin' Country, of all places, right? Right, right. What uh, A perfect place to be during this time, during the NFR. How, how many times would you say that you've been to Vegas? Oh, <laughs> you know, my, maybe I might have been here, I might have visited here about 10 times, 10, 11 times. But every time I... Most of them times was when I was underage, you know. Right. And uh, had had to be sneaky about how we we got our drinks and had our fun. But uh, you're not saying that you were drinking underage. Never. No. 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 Never. Um, how many times would you say you've played in Vegas? Uh, I I've probably picked out here. Uh, you know, seven eight. Time. I mean, I never come out here for leisure. I've only been out here for work. For work so. Is it usually during the rodeo time? Uh, no, this will be my second year at NFR. Last year I got to come out here, and, and uh, this will be my second second time. I got my wife out here with me. Yeah. She was out here with me last year before she was my wife, so it's kind of it's nice to be able to be here for NFR. I always had to watch it on TV. Yeah. You know. Did you get to go to – are you going to the rodeo at all? Uh. We ain't got tickets for it, uh, but uh, I reckon we're going to try on Saturday. That's what I would do, too. That's mm-hmm. tomorrow, right? That's tomorrow. Heck, yeah. So you're in town. You get in town today or yesterday? We got in town uh, yesterday about, the, I don't know, 11 o'clock. And you're here till Monday? Till Wednesday. Till Wednesday. We fly out at uh, 5 a.m. So Tuesday night, uh, we're going to work. You know, we work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We'll be here Sunday. Yep. And then uh, I'll be down there at the MGM for two nights Monday. At, like, Losers? or at Losers, yeah. Beautiful. Yep. Getting to go back there. and Is that just you acoustic guitar, or is that full band stuff? Full band. Beautiful. Full band. Good for you. Uh, I'm excited. But Tuesday, we're, we I don't reckon we're going to, you know, really sleep. We're probably going to get our rest in the morning and, and stay at it all night and catch that flame. Or catch that plane. It's, it's an early flight. Where are you off to? Uh, we're going back home. Back home. We've, so you you said you just moved to Oklahoma? Uh, yes, sir. Where yeah. where were you born? Uh, La, uh, Pasadena. California? No, no, sir. Uh, Texas? Texas, yes, gotcha. sir. Gotcha. And how long? You, you grew up there. Is that where you started playing music? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, you know, LaPorte was the town that I grew up in, but they, we, I was born in Pasadena, right, just close, you know, that's where the hospital was. Right. Uh but yeah, you know, I, my grandpa wrote songs. Uh, that was, I was always around it, you know, and nobody ever stopped me from, from picking it up. Right. You just pick up a guitar one day with like your grandpa, sort of thing, or? Uh, no, I just 
he's always at Christmas, you know, that's when I seen him for the most part. And uh, he'd play the same, you know, songs. And, and uh, I, I was, I've, I'm still in love with it. Right. So eventually I got me a guitar and, and uh, I got, uh, I got a better guitar and uh, from, from my grandma and, and uh, I paid her back with it. It's beautiful. That's kind of cool. What was what would you say the first song you learned on the guitar? Was it something that you heard on the radio or something that your grandpa uh, played? Something my grandpa played. It would have been it had been something like Folsom Prison or or good old Johnny Cash. Uh, yeah, or he he loved Farron Young and Ray Price. Uh, uh, he anything Haggard and John. Uh, uh, Tonight the bottle let me down. Was <laughs> I was a kid and that was what my papa was singing. You know, along right. with Along with any Bob Wills stuff, you know. Right. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that would have had to been one of the first ones. Being so youthful, when did you realize that this is something you wanted to do? Well, I, I don't guess I ever, uh, I don't know, you know, I was a kid when I picked the guitar up. I never I never saw myself uh, making any kind of living at it right i wasn't gonna i guess do try to do that well what I happened i mean did you're, that you're voice, doing it i did the voice stuff when i was okay. oh that's right that's right how did you how did that come about did they seek you out did you seek that out uh you know at the time tv was still a big thing to be on relevant uh <laughs> and like social media ain't what it is now right and uh you know, they were starting to do them deals where they'd go to these stadiums and stuff at the big, you know, they was coming to Houston, you right. know, sending emails out, and come try out. So that's how that happened. How far did you get on that? I've got second. Really? Mm-hmm. What year was that? 2014, maybe. It was about eight years ago. Right. And who, who won that year? Josh Kaufman. Don't even know who that is. Uh, he, he's... He's an incredible talent. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I mean, incredible songwriter and singer. I'm was he sure. was he country or was he? No, no, no. But he was he was an incredible talent, and he was always good to me. Yeah. So you still talk to him? No, no, no. But I, you know, I I kept to myself in a lot of ways, and yeah. I've I've got nothing but great uh, admiration for the pr- process that I went through at a young age, because uh, you know that. Whose team were you on? Blake. Yeah. Yep. I have to go back and look at that and see if it rings a bell. I haven't. Hopefully, I don't... there ain't nothing on YouTube of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Why would you say it was that been bad? A lot of life happened since all that. Absolutely. Stuff. So I, I guess I, I love that question. This question, as far as where you came from and where you are today. I mean, you just said that. That's been a lot of, a lot of growth since then. Do you find yourself going back and looking at that stuff and going, "What the hell was I doing?" Or no. do you look at it and go, "That's just a part of my path." Uh. You know, I mean, I spent a lot of time retracing my steps, I think. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of that's part of the yeah, unfor- the, create- the creative in me to go back and tear apart anything I've ever done. And But uh, I, I, all that stuff happened for me to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it gave me foundation to build on and uh, gave me uh, direction. I mean, I, I had to find myself musically. I was way too young. Right. I wasn't ready for that. I was more worried about getting back home, going fishing, and 
all that stuff. But I did know that, you know, I have a, I, 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 this is what I want to do. Beautiful. And I want to do it for the rest of my life. Who's your favorite person to go out on the road with? And not just share a stage, but maybe learn from? Uh, so far. Man, I've, I've had so many uh, great experiences. Uh, I try to learn something from everybody, I right. guess. Who's someone um, you enjoy? Go- like, who are some of the people that you've gone out with that you've enjoyed? Uh, man, uh, I feel like if I started naming that kind of stuff, I'd be leaving a lot of people out. <laughs> That's fair enough, man. So who are some of the people you've gone out on the road with? I know you're out on the road with Randall a little bit, part of this acoustic thing on Sunday that we're doing yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, me and Randall, we've done a lot. Randall was good to me in the sense, you know, when he come out with that self-titled record he put out you know i i love that record i right. thought they did such a great job with that and uh of course musically there's like-mindedness you know there's commonality in the kind of music we make right and uh you know i hadn't put nothing out in forever it's i'm it's kind of been a weird deal you know i i didn't uh i get my i don't know how i've had a lot of people uh help me along the way keeping me busy at shows and and uh you know, Randall's a songwriter, and uh, you know, anyway, you know, we're, there's a lot of commonality there. So, anyways, it, he's he was they, that whole camp has has been great to me uh, by having me on a lot of shows during that time. Right, and uh, Josh Ward's been great to me. Uh, Aaron Watson's been great to me. Wade Bowen's been great to me. Ernest has been great to me. Uh, it's funny, people are just yeah. really starting to find out about a guy like Ernest. That he's, I think he's one of the, uh, there's two kinds of riders, and he's one of the best. Yeah. Really. It's kind of neat to see him uh, finally getting to shine on his own, per se. You know, getting out on the road and going out with Hardy and Morgan and all that kind of stuff. And I'm a fan of Larry Fleet as well. He's one of those artists that... Larry's um, a cool cat now. Never met him, but I'm, I've am i been working trying to get him to get that, get out here just so I can sit down with him and pick his brain, too. He, he won't be a, a letdown, man. That, that guy is, he's salt to the earth. Yeah, he. Um, I think when he came out with that single, um, where I talked to God, uh, mm. kind of like, I think it was relatable on so many levels to so many people. I ride dirt bikes, and I think everybody does it in their own way. That's literally when I talk to God is when I'm riding my damn dirt bike. And well, good, bad, <laughs> when you almost wreck, thank you for not. Or even when it's a perfect day, it's kind of like thank you for that sort mm. of thing. And I think that song opened my eyes <clears throat> a lot of ways to think that it's okay. I'm not crazy. I'm not weird. It's kind of super relatable. You have a, a new, a newer single out, um, a collab, like um, I want to say with Ronnie Dunn. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How did that come together? Uh, I uh, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I me neither. Uh, were you guys in the studio together? Uh, we were. Uh, I got to do. I got to be a part of of this, of uh, the a big loud uh, Hardy. You know Hardy. Yep. And he does this thing called Hicks tape. Yep. And uh, I got to be a part of the second one, and. The two other artists on there were Ronnie and Jake Owen, and I wasn't gonna ever turn that down. Heck, you know? now, did they? Who called you for that? Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm signed with Big Loud, and I so it just came them, through the so system. Kind of came through, and and uh, you know, they gave me a really grand opportunity to to meet some of my heroes. You know, right. and uh, Ronnie called one day uh, after that and said, "Hey, I'm putting a solo album out," and. Uh, uh, I was working with a 
he said, we want Jake to sing on one of these songs. I said, say when? He said, tomorrow at 9 or 6, something like that. And <laughs> right. So, by God, I was there. Nice. And uh, he was there in the flesh. I met one of one of the greatest country singers on the planet just like that. Absolutely. And he let me sing on his record. And, and you know, things like that happen so fast. And uh, I would have – stuff like that just blows my mind, you know, how lucky I am to – to just to just see how they think. And well, I mean, I think at that level, you look at a guy that's got so much experience and probably the way he carried himself in the studio. I mean, there's a lot, lot to absorb from that. I don't oh, want to say learn because that's not the word, but he, he, no, it is, man. If you ain't learning, you ain't yeah. something. You ain't doing something right. I tell myself that all the time, man. Um, I do a lot in Photoshop, like online and design stuff, and I always say that I find myself going to YouTube to look for something because I know what I want to do. But I got to learn how to do it. And the day I quit learning, I don't want to use Photoshop anymore. That's kind of right. like my mindset. Not a musician. Right. No, it works. It applies yep. the same way for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know, uh, man. Uh, Ronnie's got the juice, that, that, and he can put the squeeze on it. He's yep. just the best. He's one of the best in the world who ever did it. Never yep. will. He made he he made a life out of it. it really did. And he made country music. He did. I just looked at, um, uh, I did my little Spotify of what I listened to and all that kind of stuff, and my number one was contemporary country. And I enjoy that sort of thing. And uh, I want to say that um, Zach Dyer was my number one most listened to song. And I have a lot of friends that know that I listen to everything, from bands overseas that are non-country to uh, punk rock to, to, like, everything. But yeah, it was neat good to, music. Yeah, I just listen. I love listening to everything. It's kind of like, I think my Spotify thing said that I listened to 2,600 different artists last year. Wow. I listen to a lot of music. Well, I imagine a guy in your in your shoes. You, I imagine you got to know what's out there. And you are, I listen. And people. you seem to be somebody who only works with uh, with people that uh, uh, that you that you want to work with. Yeah, and I, I think I admire that. You got to figure that in a town like Vegas, it's similar to Broadway. I like to say that because any given night in Nashville, you can go do anything. There's right. always something going on in Vegas. I like to say it's it's Broadway on steroids because you can go and see any artist. You can go see Luke Bryan, Randall Lambert, like Pink. Like everybody comes here. They have their residence. Adele's playing tonight. I mean, there's just so much. There's football. There's baseball, basketball. Anything you possibly think of is going on. Hockey. Any given night here. And people choose to come to Stoney's on Fridays whether they know the artist or not. Most of the time, that's what I do. I, I try and find the new up-and-coming things that I dig. When I was looking for this Friday to fill, they sent me your stuff. I went and listened to it, and they were like, he's playing Sunday and a couple other shows. I'm like, I don't care. Let's do it. Let's, let's just dive wow. into this. Because the end of the day is it's, I like people to know that on Friday, whether they know who you are or not, they can come here, they're going to hear something good because I'm not going to put garbage in here. And, well, that's, and that's why I do the research I, I do. Well, man, I, I think that's, extreme. that's, just, that's uh, extremely rare, and uh, I'm grateful to, to know you. And I, I've, been, I've been fortunate enough to, to know people along my way that, that are that think from the same way uh they're they're not common and uh i think it's really cool to know that that the bloodline here at a venue like this thinks that away and you know i feel fortunate that you that i'm that i'm in the circle heck yeah or the hat was in the my name was in the hat absolutely and i wouldn't i mean if you think about it it's almost shooting yourself in the foot if you're playing here on sunday too if you think of no if you like yeah business big picture wise. Big yeah. picture. But the end of the day is you guys are doing something different on Sunday. Way different. Yeah. And I, uh, 
Are you? Do you know Chancey Williams? I don't know him personally. I'm a fan. He he's he played uh, ACM an acoustic thing here, and I had to go chase him down to book him again. He's coming back in March. I just ran into him Wednesday night. Uh, but my point of that is, is I soak all that stuff up, man. I find people that whether they're opening acts, I have a lot of people that come through as openers for really big artists or right. much bigger artists that we can afford here, and I'll go back and get the opener to come back and do a headlining show because. I mean that's a win. At the end of the you day, never I'm learning. You know, you never know who's out there either. Yeah, I mean Hardy played here, dude. Luke Combs played here in 2016, open for Corey Smith. How about yeah. that? Hey, that's early. Hey man, <laughs> can't. I like watching you guys grow. A guy like Russell Dickerson's played here seven times, from the first time to the last two times, selling the place out. But the idea is, is I like getting ahead, introducing people to new stuff. Uh, your sound check, rad. I love, I love old school Texas country. That stuff is, uh, it's hard to find these days. It really is in well, mainstream anything. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> You're living it, that sort uh, of thing. Well, we all are. I, look, I, I, I'm all. I, I just want to make country music, and yeah, that's. I understand that there's all kinds of different things to do, and that's what I want to do. That's perfect. And I've, I've been really fortunate to have. Some really great people uh, get behind me. How long have you been on the road doing what you do? Since I was 17. Oh, wow. Beautiful. You know, so. Granted, there's different phases of that, okay? Absolutely. You know, I, I damn sure, uh, <laughs> now I say the road, uh, I've been, you know, I ain't saying that I've had my stuff together for all that time, but I've gotten to work with so many, uh, so many uh Great people and musicians, and and the lack thereof. That, right. uh, but uh, it's a, you know, all of them have uh, been a part of, uh, you know, what makes me think like I do now. Which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing yet. We'll, well have to find I, out. Again, like you said, you're learning, <laughs> constantly learning. In if you were not doing music, what's something you love doing that you think you could do to make money at it? No, uh, you know. I ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. Music no. is it. I mean, I'd go to work. You know, I'd go work somewhere and get good at whatever that is. Right. What and, uh, On your off time, what's your favorite thing to do? Fishing? Hunting? Well, these days, yeah. You know, when I can do that, it's just, you know, I get home. You get home, you get three days to wash your clothes and hug your wife and right. pick up whatever's, you know, it, you don't... uh you don't get a whole lot of that time off. What does your wife do? Uh, saves the world. Uh, and she's save, a nurse save or something? Mine. No, she is a uh, scientist of, of a sort. Uh, we we joke around and call it basic science. Uh, she she's she's a brilliant young lady. Beautiful in Oklahoma. You met her in Oklahoma. I did deer hunting. She's a hunter too. Uh, yes, very that's, much so. Light, light on her feet. Is that like one of your guys' favorite thing to do together? Uh, for sure. That's pretty for sure. Cool. And do you guys both break it down together, or is that one person's job, or do you both just dive oh, right she in? She ain't afraid. She's not afraid. No. That's pretty freaking cool. I don't. No. I was just. Uh, I was on Instagram today, and something came through, and it was a, a page called Savage Hunts, um, and they were killing coyotes. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty weird to see because it's, I want to say it's like through night vision or something like that. Yeah. And the coyote just looks at you and all of a sudden it's just laying there. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, to watch. man. Hey, I mean, y'all got them out here. We, in my backyard, I have two dens, like no joke. I live in the, in the outskirts out here and yeah. my backyard is desert for days and there's literally two different. You um, can see it. I can hear them at night. Yeah. Yeah, well, they we talk. got them. Yeah. We got them out where we're at. Bad. And hell, I ain't, I ain't spent no. <laughs> I ain't spent no time went going to get on them dogs, none. But I, I will this December. It'll yeah. be fun. We, I bought one of them damn, uh, you know, you, you get. I bought one of them Fox Pro things, and uh, it's like it got a, it's a call, and one of them electric calls okay. with a speaker on it. And you right. Rabbit in distress, or you know, you call critters up and hunt them with it, and uh, so me and her going. We ain't even used that sucker yet. Christmas time. There. You guys get to spend Christmas together? Uh, this year we will, yeah. Good. Yeah. Go do some hunting? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, hell, we might just do some some laying around. Yeah, loafing. Hanging out. I don't think there's nothing wrong with loafing. Cooking and yeah, all that stuff. What's, uh, you watch college football at all? Not really. Not really. From Oklahoma and Texas and you don't watch college football? Uh, my brother and dad do it. Yeah. Uh, I get whatever I know f- through them. Right. Uh, I'm sure eventually I'll get to sit down and want to watch that stuff for a while. But did you um happen to watch Deer Rodeo, Cody Johnson's? Yes, yes, I thought it was great. I love his story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to say I'm not saying it's similar to yours, but it's similar to yours in a sense where he did what he did, stayed in his lane, stayed true to what he what he believed in here and here, and kind of did his thing. It's neat to see that stuff out there is gets to be successful and. He sat in here and uh, he told me a story how he'd walk into uh, labels and management companies and all these other places and they'd all ask him to change who he was. Yeah. And he would say, thank you. Well, like that about <laughs> everybody you try to do business with um, until you get to do business with them? I, you know, my thought process is this, is, is that there's so much talent in the world. Everybody's different and has mm-hmm. their own unique thing. And that's tenfold better than people doing the same thing yeah and i think that's why i enjoy i mean you can go back and you go to old country sound a lot of it sounds the same but it's a different story mm-hmm. and that's what i dig the most about it is it's it's relevant and relatable very relatable and uh it's easy listening yeah i think there ain't nothing wrong with that you and, know? well and the flip to that is it's got longevity i used to always i want to say joke but always talk about the entitled number one single mm-hmm. and um, um a lot of them are that way because you hear an artist and you never hear from that artist again and there's a reason for that. And it's, you know, pre-programmed. And I am, there's a lot of things about me that are way different. You know, I, I search out music. I seek out music. I dive deep into it. I try and find new things that I like to listen to and share it with people. And that's, yeah. what, I, that's what I enjoy doing. It's what I've, I've, I think I was born to do that. And uh, yeah. you were born to play music. Oh, hey, it's taken me a long time to, to even try to think that I, you know, could do this. And, uh. Getting opportunities like this, and I, I tell you, man, uh, you bring up Cody. There's a guy that works in that camp named Scott Gunner. Okay. And uh, you know, throughout the years, uh, me writing songs, I, you know, I've known them uh, for a while, and I'd always send Scott songs, or I'd ask his opinion on things. Sure. And, and uh, you know, I think he's. I got a lot to thank for him. Or to, I've got. I'm very grateful for uh, Scott Gunner uh, being in my corner. He's he's uh, he's been very good to me and has been a uh, a sort of a champion 
for me, and uh, I'm real grateful for that. And he, and uh, not only that, uh, I mean, I where I'm at uh, with the music and who I'm working with these days, you know, uh, I couldn't be more happier. You know, I mean, I, I don't know anybody who wants anything other than to make the kind of music they want, right? And uh, and uh, for it to be reciprocated by or conceived by the folks you're working with, uh, you get that experience at Big Loud. You know, they truly... Let you do? Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, but you, you know, you get an opportunity like that uh, very seldom. Yeah. And uh, in anything. I hear the horror stories. Of what? <laughs> oh, this record deals with... Well, yeah. this will be my, my first one. And I think, I think um, you know, I, I'd like to say that uh, you know, I feel like 30 years from now, I'm going to be proud of the decisions I made. Good. Uh, and I uh, hope to continue to do that. Well, I think the end of the day is that you hope that a label gets behind you and lets you be unique uh, and lets you be who you are because I would have to hope that's why they got behind you in the first place. They, I'm going to tell you something. I, I really like the way them folks work over there. Good. It's perfect. They, they work hard. I don't think I've heard anything negative about that camp anyone from that label. I have heard some people that have come through here that have been in positions where they can't release music the way they want to release music. They mm -hmm. have to wait. That you mean Everything is just, uh, no, it's got to be this way. And they're like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here at six months with nothing new because you want, you want me to wait till next year to release something. The end of the day is, I don't think that's win-win. I think in this day and age, you have so many ways to consume music um, and search it out between all the DSPs that are out there, mm -hmm. let alone radio, you know, sort well, of thing. You know, I like to believe that, you know, that's, they're they're the the best in the world at that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, what what I like to do is make the music. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm I think that if the songs are giving, they will give. Yeah. And uh, you know, <laughs> hey, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know the wins and what's and all that uh, about how to release that stuff and. Hey, if it's my, if, you know, make the stuff, and, and uh, I look forward to learning. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of parts to this business that that uh, uh, you know, I have yet to explore due to the fact of it has taken me so long to get a record together, and uh, you know, I look forward to putting putting the gas pedal on. You know, well, it ain't never been off, but but this I know this what you're time, saying. I know I got what you're a little saying. Brand new wheels underneath the old pickup. You know, do you? Do you, as a writer, a performer, and going in and recording, if you had to put those three in order of what you like the best, what's your favorite out of them? Well, I'm, I'm sure they're all they all have their things, but what do you enjoy the most? Like, let's let's just say that you could only take writing, recording, or performing. You can only do one for the rest of your life. <sighs> yeah, challenging questions, man. I'm making you think. Uh, I, well, I think the one thing that nobody can ever take away from me is the songwriting right you know at the end of the day you know i i tell you something i i got i got to i got to write with with uh you know bill anderson once and uh you know what there was another guy on that session or on that at that right and i i need to look in my phone to make you know because i they're okay uh I, shit i can't remember when we, we we were even, uh, let's see, we cut and, forgive me, sir. You're fine. 
I have the ability to cut this, so you're good. Take oh, your time. good, yeah. good. Oh shit. <laughs> ah, well, damn. Oh, I'm gonna leave that shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's see. Um, gum it. That's gonna bother me. Uh, okay. Jordan Walker. Okay. Bill Anderson and Jordan Walker. And I got to write with them. And uh, Bill, it was we just kind of got to talking about those kind of things. And, you know, that, that kind of sentiment of that question you just asked. Yep. And uh, Bill, you know, said, you know, if I even if I, you know, this guy's in his 80s. And he's showing up to a pub house to write with me. I'm thinking, this son bitch don't need to do it. Right. You know, he's that's a, passion, man. Well, it's yeah, and it ain't because of me or Jordan being there. I mean, them them guys both being there, I'm grateful to have gotten to sit in that room. Uh, you know, had I not been working with who I'm working with and things of that nature, I probably wouldn't get that opportunity. But everything happens for a reason. For sure. But you know, I'm just so daggum just tickled over the fact that Bill Anderson is getting in his pickup and driving to town and writing songs in a pub house because he's a songwriter. Right. And uh, that just made me proud. And uh, But he was talking about, you know, man, a creative, you know, the thing is you could say, you know, I'm done. I'm done. But at the end of the day, you're going to sit there in your bed and your mind's going to start going. You're going to need to grab a guitar. Right. And, and so... You can't. It, if it really is something, if it really is that for you, it will never go away. It can't go away. You know? That's right. So you'd pick songwriting. You know. Yeah, I reckon. But that recording's like pretty. Uh, I think that there's going to be so many different experience. I hope that uh, just experiment experiences for a lifetime. You know, getting to record with Joey and and uh, Brent Mason and Paul Franklin, Larry Franklin. Uh, Jerry Rowe and Jimmy Lee Slow, uh, damn Gordon Moat. Uh, are these uh, cats all in these Nashville? Are all the pickers. Oh, good gosh! These, yeah. these guys are the, the reason country music people know what it sounds like. You know, especially this time, this day and age. You know, yeah, they're the A team cats. You know, uh, just heroes, legends, and uh, that, I'm leaving somebody out. I know it. That uh, gummit. It'll hit you. Uh, Larry Franklin, Paul Franklin, Gordon Moat, Brent Mason, Jerry, Jimmy Lee Sloan, uh, Jerry Rowe, Brian Sutton. There you go. Yeah. See, it came. Yeah. I, I mean, just to get to go sing with them guys on songs that I've been a part of, uh, you know, a song just goes through so many different uh, so many different changes if they get the time, you know. I will tell you that one of my favorite things about being – Getting to sit with you and get to know you, you play the show. One of my favorite things to get from 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 you all is rough drafts of songs. Yeah, I love it because I'm different. So when I go to the House of Blues to watch a show, I don't like to be front of house. I like to be on the side because I like to hear stage sound versus mm -hmm. yeah produced. That's a lot of people don't like that. I love it. I I would much rather hear that. That's just who I am. So I've always been. But I sit back and I think about like being able to listen to a song and then when it comes out hear all the different changes on it that's the neatest thing in the world to me i'm yeah. sure it is to you watching a, a song actually you might have this great hook 
and then the chorus changes or a verse might change, but it turns into something even better. No doubt. I think uh, it's it's pretty it's damn cool. The process. I mean, it can. There's there's just so many different there's there's different ways of doing it, and like for me, you know, when we cut this record, uh, I wouldn't have been able to cut this record with who I cut it with without the people like without being sure. able, you know. But again, that's your journey, dude. That's what got sure. you. That, that's what got you where you are today, and that's it's uh it's just it's crazy, you know. I, I, uh, I got a, I got a lot to be thankful for. But there's a lot, you know, it don't stop. Nope. You got to keep being grateful. When you lose that, it's over, man. Mm-hmm. Busy too, though. You know, I think that being grateful, uh, you know, put your work where where it's at. You know, I think if you get the opportunity to work, you better work. You a know, lot of people aren't like that. That you're no. you're you're young, dude. A lot of people don't think like you do well, anymore. I got my ass whipped growing up, <laughs> and it didn't. Me it too. only fixed a, it only fixed a few things. Right. Now, hear me out. I, I ain't saying I'm no saner. I ain't no better than I put my britches on <laughs> same way everybody else does. But uh, you know, I, I there's times where you know uh, the the weight of the world can get heavy sometimes. But uh, yeah, I think for somebody to Go to work. It helps a lot. I think that they should go back to whooping ass. When I was in elementary school, <laughs> if you got in trouble, I went to the principal's office and there was a paddle in there. Yeah, I, I think I I missed that. I'm, I, I did not. <laughs> I, I missed uh, the paddle at the school, but I by God, if my mom got a phone call, oh yeah, which she did. We're uh, human, man. Kids are yeah. kids are kids. Oh, good gosh. Of course. Oh. Good. That, that ain't bad. It's funny. I think it's. I think it's hilarious. It's. It's learning. And then I, I can tell you that as I grew older, I actually got a different relationship with my mom and was able to tell her some of the things I didn't get caught with. Absolutely. I. I was able to share stuff with her that I did and didn't get in trouble for. You know, and I didn't get caught with. Is there an artist that you look forward to in your career going out on the road with? Oh man! Like a bucket list artist, like oh, like a George Strait sort course. of thing. Well, of course, you know yeah. all of George Strait, uh, Alan Jackson. I mean, I, I got to play with Mark Chestnut not too long ago, and and a lot of the a lot of the OG pickers were were on that band on that right. stage, and like Slim Yamaguchi is still player. He's been with him since since forever, I and can, he's still bad at the bone. I was out front uh, tonight when you guys first started uh, your sound check, and I heard the steel. And Man, it, it made me smile. Adam, oh Adam, Adam Goodale, uh, uh, he's he's picking steel guitar with us these days, and and I'm proud to have him around. He's one of one of my favorite. Uh, if I ever heard, am I, I just I don't know. He's they're all great pickers. I'm I'm very proud to, to get to work with these guys that I work with during the week and uh, and on the week all year. Uh, Adam Goodale plays steel guitar like George Jones sings. Right, that good. In my opinion, but I'm biased. Right? Is there you know. is there an instrument that you wish you learned how to play? Guitar. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious now. I, I wish that I was better at it. Yeah. I, I, well, that comes with time, doesn't it? Totally, but, you know, it's, it's hard to play guitar when you're driving. Right. That's... But uh, no, and that's no excuse. That's no excuse at all. I, I'm just uh, okay. Uh, fiddle. I wish that uh, I'd have been better at that. Right? Did you play that? A lot? No, I've been picking it up recently. But I'm and uh, my bass player Jake Wilson, Honky Chong is what we call him. 
his daddy is a guy named Andrew Wilson who picks fiddle in a band for Jace, uh, J- Jared Birmingham. And uh, Birmingham's from Jared's down there, South South Texas, and he's he's known to be a traditional country singer and a songwriter, and, and he's been extremely good to me since I started. And right. anytime I needed pickers, anytime I needed any kind of help or They'll help anything like that, I called Jared, and he knew somebody who was who was country country picker and was willing to work, and he never steered me in the wrong direction when it come that you know to anything. And anyways. Uh, the fiddle player Andrew Wilson, we call him Papa Wilson. Uh, he's one of the one of my favorite f- fiddle players I've heard ever, you know. Uh, but he, I've been asking him questions, you know. There's another guy. They they show me a few things here and there, but I ain't spent no time on it. Right. And I ain't seen them in a while. But there was a guy named Mike Callie out of the uh, Houston area, and he's a honky tonking son of a gun now, a fiddle playing fool. They used to say he couldn't, he didn't know how to play out of tune, right? <laughs> but I knew him, and they they were always kind to me, and and uh, he used to t- he told me get a fiddle and then lean against the door frame and the hand that you use to saw with, you got to keep your elbow on that down on, on the wall door frame, right? And that's how you build a form. Ah, but you know, I'm sure there's, I'll probably get uh, the book thrown at me for even saying that, but. I don't know. That's probably a good way to learn. I just, you know, Dylan Carmichael's band. We did. You know what? We got to do a show with them with Justin Moore this year yeah. out on out in the east, and good them camp. guys are great, man. So I just great. I was just in uh, North Carolina with them. I flew out to go uh, MC one of their events um, with Dylan, and I got to meet his fiddle player, Jake Holder. Interesting cat. Their whole their whole camp is pretty rad too. Pretty rad, man. Justin Moore's camp too. Yep. Uh, just the pickers. I mean, these 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 players. They're so great. And uh, I would think that you grow into something like that. You can't be bad. Not well, at that level. No, you're right. You're right. I, I, you know, again. But I get I, what you're saying. I feel very, very fortunate to have the people I have in my corner right. that that uh, give me a chance. You know, because I don't uh, I don't have the stats or the you know the Content the or, TikToks. You can say it. You don't have the TikToks. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, but you know, I. It's taken a lot. I understand that. Uh, it's just things take time, and I'm not in no hurry. The industry has changed so much. I think just over the last five years about ways ways people are consuming music, finding new music, listening to music. I have a daughter that's 14. Yeah, and she uh, just got off of TikTok. We we made a deal with her. You can have Instagram or no TikTok. Kid, your call. Yeah. So she's now on Instagram, which is to me is a little bit safer than TikTok. But um, yeah, she would come to me and introduce me to a lot of new artists. I heard Bailey Zimmerman for the first time from her. I had no idea who it was until she asked me to listen to a song. Uh, uh, some other girl about her driver's license. I forget her name, Rodrigo, or I don't know what her name is. But that's how the kids learn stuff is they're, they're online and they're social and they just sit there and do this all day long. And they just find new stuff. And I think that that, that world is different. It, it's <clears throat> tough. You know, I, I'm, just, I'm just as guilty as anybody for finding myself stuck on my damn cell phone. Sure. You know? But that's something that I've always... I remember, like, me, me and my buddies in high school and stuff, we used to make fun of each other for, like, oh, you went and got one of them damn 
Instagrams or what you know, and now it's like you have to. Everything is based off of that whole funk. Like you need, you have to have social reach, right? But to live life, you don't. No, I agree. You know, uh, I'm not telling you that when when we go out to eat uh, with family, it's put your phones down. Yeah. When when we're with friends, it's put your. We get home like. Like last night, I got home. I was tired. I sat on the couch for like ten minutes on my phone, and then put my phone down. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm done for the night. But I don't sit on my phone all day long. Um, yeah. But, but sometimes you, you that's that's a release to be to be social. Yeah, I reckon. I mean, it's the same reason folks want to go out to the bar and drink yeah. and dance and yeah, because you ain't seen these folks. I mean, back in the day, I mean, that's what dance halls and things of that. And the music was for. Right. It was for community. It yeah. was to bring people together. I, I still think music is that way. I think. I'm biased, but I think country music is the most universal music on earth. Uh, I have a kid in my life, a friend, a guy I work with, his name's Renee, and he said there's no difference between country and hip-hop. No. None. They're all telling stories. It's about a lyric. Yeah. The only thing that's different is the beat. It's about a lyric. Yeah. But you best have a melody if you want it to be good. That's all I got to say. thousand percent right. I mean, it's that memory again, dude. It's got to sit with you, and you got to... I like to call it the hook of the song, the thing that's going to capture you. It could be something with a guitar. It could be something with a lyric, just something that's going to pull you to make you listen to the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm I, believer in that. It's a... Uh, I, I, I I'm in no no seat to tell anybody what's right and what's wrong, because I, I damn sure don't know. <laughs> I guess all I'm in pursuit for is, is what's going to... What can I be proud of? Well, and, and to keep you on the road doing what you love to do. What what's gonna make me the you know what's gonna make me feel the best about it? Right. I'm not saying happy, you know. Well, that's, I think that there's too much emphasis on that these days, though. There is because the end of the day is you're gonna get burned out on it if you're doing something you don't like. Everything you're gonna do in life that involves money, you're gonna turn into a job. Yeah. You might as well love it. That's and what I, I'm saying. It's not. You know, it's I know not it sounds work. cliche. But it's the truth. It's not work if you love what you're doing. I just. I I feel like some you know I'm just passionate is all. There ain't I, nothing wrong with that. And I think anybody to do to be in the industry to be in the industry that we're in is a little throwed off. Anyways, we're all a little crazy. I used to tell this story that if you're a lead singer in a band and you're telling a story on stage, there's something a little bit off in. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, that's funny. I I, I remember uh, I, I used to get real damn. I love them writing rounds, you know. But I used to think like, damn, you got to tell, you got to tell a story about this song before you play it, just to save time and all this stuff. And you can say like, shit. You can say shit. Well, you know, my my, uh, I reckon, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. Uh, I, I think that that gummit the oh about telling a story on a song and all that stuff i think that uh if you write the song i just i don't know man this is just how i've been taught i'm not saying or you know uh, anybody should do it this way this is just how i've learned i feel like if the song is wrote right you don't need to explain it right it's true uh and like how you might have uh how somebody might hear it uh, ain't may not be how you, you know, intended it. 
It, people relate to things differently. I don't think differently. That that's, that's not a bad thing. I mean, there's there's plenty of songs out there that I listen to. It's a great thing. I, I there there's a guy by the name of Scott Stevens. He's got this song called Routine, and the song is written, and you listen to it, and what you think about is, it sounds like a relationship with this girl, and what he was used to, and she left, and all this other kind of stuff. And when I sat down and talked to him, he said there's references towards that, but the other references are are towards his relationship with Nashville in the industry and everything that he's doing. And it's mm. kind of like, then you go back and listen to it again and go, all right, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Instead of it just being, it is I a just, relationship. I think that, uh, again, I think if them songs are given, they're going to give. They're going to, I love that. Let's, 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 um, let's let you get back to your guys. Tell people how to find you online, website, Instagram, your TikTok. Yeah, no, we do got one. Uh, uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, and I got a website. What is it? Uh, Jake Worthington. I think the Jake Worthington dot com, and that's only because the some bitch who owns Jake Worthington dot com wants like seventeen hundred dollars or some shit for it. Uh, it's not very. We nice. weren't going to pay him, so the Jake Worthington dot com. Uh, do you Instagram. run your own socials? Uh, man, I, I'm on Instagram, but uh, again, I'm in a really fortunate spot that there's people there to help with that. Beautiful, and uh, I really would rather not be on it. <laughs> That's you pretty know. funny. They send me an email. It's really nice, actually. Uh, they send me an email with like pictures for the week. What do you want to catch them? Caption them, Just right? In a little caption, they post and they the post stuff. it for you. Yeah. So you still play a part in it. I like it. A little bit, you know. Like they, they, there's times where I get home and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like my, you know, I throw that damn phone right somewhere and leave it. I, I know that all too well. My phone automatically at ten o'clock at night goes to sleep, mm -hmm. and it's uh, pretty common these days that it goes to sleep before ten because I'll get home and just be done. Yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'll take my watch. I always take my watch off during these because I don't want the, uh -huh. I don't want the buzz. I want the well, buzz. I want the buzz. I tell you, it's funny, like because for, for a while there, and I'm sure I'll find me a streak again of it. Uh, that's just part of the, the thing, uh, I reckon is. Uh, you know, there's a lot. There's a time where I where I couldn't sleep. You yeah. know, and uh, I'd be on the phone, talk, calling my friends, songwriters. You know, writing songs. Uh, just. I'm not a very I'm not a very good sleeper myself. Yeah, I have an overactive mind. So do I. Yeah. So it's that thing that I I used to write. Not like songs. I used to write what my thoughts were, mm -hmm. and I had to quit doing that because I dove deeper into my thoughts, yeah, and that's well, not a healthy thing. They don't stop once you once you. It does paper down. It does not. Dude, thank you again for the time. Hey, I appreciate uh, you you having me here and hopefully I didn't talk too damn much. You did perfect. Thank you. Yes, sir.